My guest today is wildlife biologist Doreen Summerlin. Doreen and I talk about the elk rut season that is happening right now. It is such a magical time to be in the Rockies and in Grand County. So sit back and enjoy. Doreen, welcome back. I'm happy to be back, Doreen. It's the third time. Unbelievable. I know. My third time guest. How exciting. I know. Well, we are upon elk bugling season, and so many people have no idea what that sound is that they hear and what the rut or elk bugling even is. So tell us what it is. Oh, my favorite part about it, I don't even have to see the elk. I just roll my windows down and listen to them. It's such a magical sound. But what elk are trying to do is communicate mostly with other bulls that these uh, female elk, the cows, belong to them, so don't even think about it. They're trying to get the biggest harem of female elk together that they can for breeding, which they do in the fall, since the females give birth in early, late May to early June the following year. So it's probably also a call to impress the females with how magnificent and majestic they are, but it's mostly a call to alert other males to their presence and their and their awesomeness. So I saw the ritual going on, I should call it the ritual. When a couple of years ago, I was in Rocky Mountain National Park at dusk, and it's kind of like this big circle, if I remember correctly. And then I came home and researched it. So are there other males around the same time that the main male is there? Oh, there, there, definitely, there definitely are other males. And they could be anything from sub-adult to other adult males. But body size and the size of their antlers seems to be what makes them the most desirable from a female choice perspective. And dusk is when some of these lesser males often try to come in and sneak up to the females because they can't be seen as it gets darker. So that's often when you go up to view or listen to bugling, that's often when the action really happens. When dusk is just settling in, you'll start to see these smaller males come out of the trees try to sneak up to the backs of the groups of females. And that's when the dominant bull will really start to run around and vocalize. Oh, it's one of my favorite time of year. And I remember (laughs) camping and the first time you hear it, it it is kind of terrifying because you're like, what's happening? It's a haunting sound, isn't it? Yes. Elk don't make a lot of noise. There's cow calls, there's calf calls, just so... Females and their young can communicate with each other, but they don't make a lot of noise. And the bulls don't make much noise at all year-round, except for this time of year. And they have specialized incisors on their um, in their jaw that is thought to help create this bugling sound, which comes up through their throat, but possibly also involves these eye teeth so that they can make such a big sound that carries such a long way. Very haunting. It is very haunting. But it's also just the way of life. And this whole mating ritual is 
is just something and that they do it every fall. Mm -hmm. And it's usually around kind of when the leaves start changing up here. Well, sometimes you can hear bugling in the in the late summer. I think I've heard it as early as late July before. Um, and I'm not really sure what that's all about, but it seems like it really starts to peak um, by the middle of September into October okay. to coincide with the time that they actually are mating. It's and a very stressful time for for the bulls. They're They're trying to keep their females in one area. They're trying to keep all the males away. They're not foraging properly. There's a lot of hormones and stress hormones going through their system. It, it's it's a hard time of year to be working so hard and be under so much stress and actually lose weight when you know you're going into the winter. But the right to breed is so important to these bulls that it's, it's worth it to them um, to pass on their genes that they actually go into winter at lesser fitness than if they just hung out and didn't work so hard. So do they impregnate one female elk or can they impregnate another? Oh, as many as possible. Oh. That's the strategy. That's why they try to defend such a large group of cows. Wow. Hey. And, the, and the dominant bull, I believe there's genetic work that's been done that dominant bulls and harems impregnate the, the majority of those cows. There are some other males that do get in there for some copulations that kind of sneak in from the side, but but not that many. They're very successful. So interesting. So where would you say in the county is your favorite place? And you don't have to tell me your favorite hidden place, but right, the secret, <laughs> the place. secret place. But but truly, when I want to hear some wonderful bugling and watch the drama unfold with some of the bigger bulls, the Kawanichi Valley in Rocky Mountain National yes. Park really is the place. Because I believe those elk are accustomed to a lot of people watching mm -hmm. and a lot of cars, but they know that those people in those cars are not a threat to them. So they will tolerate those crowds and carry on with their normal behavior. Where in other places in the county, you're already into archery and black powder season, so people around can actually be a threat to them. So you see more of their natural behavior up in Rocky Mountain National That's Park. That's interesting. Yeah. I always said that I think that elk know when it's hunting season because they all seem to kind of migrate into the park. <laughs> I, I do think they're aware. <laughs> yeah, it's like the safe zone. Exactly. They know the boundary. Exactly. Oh, well, Doreen, this is so interesting. Thank you. It makes me want to go up there and watch for the big bulls. Gailing. I know. I guess it's time. It's time. And even just when you go into the park, that first little pull-off is where I experienced Right in Harbison Meadow is a fantastic yeah. place to watch. Yes. And I don't think you need a reservation if you go up there late enough in the day. That's true. You don't. Well, thank you again. You're welcome, Gailing. Okay. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Thank you.